You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Get yours for holiday seasons to family and friends, omahasteaks.com. We're back talking more putrid, pathetic, pitiful, and punctually awful Georgia. Um, they lost right on time, so they were very punctual in their loss. They, they lost. They, we were right all at the we were doing that you expect mm-hmm. them to lose actually every year. So every year, ascending, ready to go over the precipice, and then crashing down, and then defecate on the bed. Punctual, actually, a, a pretty good word for what happened on Saturday. Um, Georgia um, was Georgia again. There it is. Yep, and Alabama was Alabama. They have never not been, and now here we are, left in the ruins, um, trying to make sense, trying to piece things together, and figure out what went wrong. So we're going to talk all about more thoughts on the SEC championship game, some big pictures, some more details of the game. I don't know. We'll get into to some of that. Um, uh, I want to. We'll talk as we move towards the end of the podcast. I want to talk about what what this means, what it doesn't yep. mean, what it does mean. Let's maybe some some very early. We are certainly not going to talk about Michigan or you know a potential whatever national championship game appearance. We're not going to be doing any of that, but we are going to talk about some big picture, maybe what this means, what it doesn't mean, things like that. Sure. I want to start. He- I want to start here though, Clint. Um, well, I should I should not. Let me ask you first. Do you have do you have more th- more thoughts on the game? What are what have, are other things that we didn't get to yesterday? AD Mitchell. I don't know why you don't know what a route is or a route tree is. Have no clue. Um Zamir White, uh you're back to who I thought you were the first two games of the season. Don't know why I ever trusted you because all you do, you are like a badger looking for a honey hole in in your burrow. I don't know why you like tight confined places. Like mm. just feels under safe. your blanket, it feels safe feels there home. under feels the blanket. That you're just willingly that? running into your own players and their players and trying to squirm through zero room. I have no clue why you're doing that, but how about that James Cook game plan though? We saw that one play to start the game, and and, and what did it get us? At twelve, thirteen yards, and a face I think, mask. Yeah, twenty and a face mask. That's right. And then. What we saw is him run between the tackles a few times, <laughs> and that that was that was it. I mean, his name's not Brock Bauer, so Stetson Bennett's legally not allowed to throw him the ball, uh, which it would have been a touchdown had he thrown it on the sidelines of the end zone inside the twenty. Would have been a touchdown is, if a quarterback can actually make that throw to the pylon, mm-hmm. not to the back shoulder of where it would have been picked, like he did the other two times. We don't have any quarterbacks on the team, so we call us Florida. Um, might as well. Might as well. Um, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, I don't know who took your motor and, and replaced it with a Pinto, but 
good on you for having hamsters running your engine now. Peace mm. and peace to that. Um, Jamari, hi brother. Like, good try. I mean, hi. Good effort. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, effort. No, it all around. Todd Munkin, hi. Uh, hi. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. Twenty. I mean, listen, Clint. I know. I know. There's the pick down there when we could have kicked a field goal. Third down, could have kicked a field goal. We talked about it. <clears throat> Twenty-four points ain't no points, Clint. That's not enough points to score. Okay, so don't don't act like it's just the defense's fault. Twenty-four points is not enough points to score in a big game. This is supposed to be the most efficient offense in college football. This is supposed to be an offense that's more explosive than Alabama. Are you kidding me? Every Alabama fan we be- that wants to we make believe fun, that. By the way, we believe that wants to make that. fun of us for saying that. Please make fun of us more for saying that. Because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest thing we've ever said. Yeah, I heard it from myself. Right. That this Georgia offense could even be compared in terms of explosiveness to Alabama. I don't care what your pocket protector says. I watched the game. And it won't do it. This just, it won't do it. This Georgia offense. So, yeah, Todd Munkin, yeah, whatever. 24 points. At the end of the day, it's not good enough. It's not good enough to beat Alabama. But but this just in, Daniel, we had a players-only meeting in which the players got up in arms. Kirby didn't have to say much after the game because the players said it, except the thing that he did say was that this was the wake-up call we needed, was what he said. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if you knew that, Clint, but this, is, was, this was good for you. This was good. What to happened allow, on Saturday was good. To allow Alabama to absolutely skull-drag us and then put them in the playoff where they will ascend to their next national championship because Cincinnati is who they draw first round. Like, mm-hmm. and then okay. Michigan. So, and then um, Michigan. <clears throat> listen, uh, I was told there was a championship on the line, so I didn't know that this was a, a loss that was good for us because I was told the SEC meant something. I was told that it was the most elite event. In all of sports, I was told it was the best atmosphere, the the greatest achievement that anyone could have in all of sports. And now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe, let, maybe say less. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, Kirby, you're good at that. You're good at not talking when people want to know things from you. Like, hey, why are you not starting JT Daniels at quarterback? You're great at not saying things. Maybe in this case, also say less. Don't tell me how this was a win for the Georgia program by proving that we are not on the level. My, so. my sons have called me a liar to my face now because of, of Georgia. Just saying, Dad, you, you told us. You told us this. And I said, well, turns out <clears throat> I don't know anything. Here's a, here's a piece of advice. Maybe lie to your sons less if you don't want them to call you that. So I take their side because <laughs> – Fool me once. Yep. Shame me once, on me. Uh, hey, we're going to come back to this talk more. Bama goodness. And uh, I couldn't name to you a single Georgia basketball player outside of Eater. Edder? Edder. I believe it's, Edder. it's Jackson Edder. Yep. I did that. By the way, I, I, I was trolling Daniel there, just so we all know. I, he did the research. He knows who Jackson Edder is. He did the research. 
want to let you know, uh, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because of Boost, you get the power of free 5G phone, so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. Hmm, speed. That's interesting. With all that money, you'll save, and with all that knowledge, you'll gain. Just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's longest or largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offerings coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Also, I want to tell you about prize picks. It's Daily Fantasy made easy. The worst thing about Daily Fantasy is it's awful. Uh, it's awful for so many reasons. The the chief of which is you're locked in to one particular system where you have a set little tiny little group of players that you have to choose from. And guess what? All of those players play in the NFL, a sport that you care very little about, even though the NFL is looking better and better every day, Clint. Why do we not? I'm going to see if I can get a job, like a spot on the Aaron with Aaron Freeman on the Locked On Falcons. Aaron, how you podcast. doing? Let, Let us Aaron, on, brother. Have us on the show. We'd love to chat about the Falcons. It'll be a great time. Remember that time Todd Gurley played for him for a season. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It's great because. Not only can you do mixed sport entries, and so you can take the over for LeBron and the under for Mahomes in the same entry, but you can also play with college players, power five players, mid-major players. Uh, they give you – they simply set the number and you choose the side over or under on any prop bet that you can think of. Price Picks has them all, and right now – uh, locked on users are going to get a hundred percent match on their first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Enter the promo code locked on at prize picks on their award winning mobile app. On the, they can be found on the App Store or the Google Play Store or prizepicks.com. Uh, enter the promo code locked on for a hundred percent match up to one hundred dollars on your initial deposit. I want to know, Daniel, what um. What Kirby is drinking that he's able to go to recruit's house and smile this week? Like just just bottle that up and sell it to me, Kirby, because that's quite I, impressive. It is. It is. It is. An all honesty. Uh, listen, you you kind of have to smile, and you know the thing the thing about it is is like we saw what we saw, yeah. and we we won't really know. How I'm not saying that uh, hear me, Alabama fans, because I know that you're the ones listening to the podcast. I'm not saying this was a fluke at all, because that's not true, and that would be ridiculous to say. But everything falls somewhere on a spectrum of okay. complete fluke to completely real. Sure. Everything. It's between zero and a hundred. Right, and so we won't know until at least December thirty first, potentially not till January the tenth, where on that spectrum 
last Saturday was. And that's a long time as fans outside the program to have to sit with that. Kirby at least maybe has some kind of a feel. I'm not saying that he's not still spinning it and drinking some kind you know, like trying to whatever. But he at least has some kind of a feel for potentially how fluky that was or how real that was. But it's a tough place. It's a tough place to be in. And, and let me just say this for the second segment. Then I want to get to the third segment. I want to get to big picture stuff. Clint. Mm. Because there's a lot of blame. We've mentioned a lot of names. And, and I told you yesterday on the podcast, the one thing I will not tolerate, Georgia fans, look, look at me. The one thing I will not tolerate is, is you trying to assign the blame to one person or one nope. group. Nope. This game is not Stetson Bennett's fault. Stop being, stop being that guy and saying reductionistic that is Bennett not is easy but game. not good. This game is not Kirby Smart's fault. This game nope. is not Dan Landing's fault. It's not Lewis Seen's fault and Kobe Dean's fault. It's not. It's you can't reduce it to one group or one person. But at the end of the day, Clint, yep, the blame does belong one place and it's a it's a group that we've not yet named and we need to okay the blame falls to us georgia fans shame on us it's our fault for believing <clears throat> yep. do you understand it's our fault for i and and maybe this is me being petty and maybe it's not but i'm just it's it's all y'all's fault. You all sucked me into this. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know that these last several months have not been me. Somebody has crept in and began controlling me with a remote control somehow. I know who it is, by the There's, way. I know who it is. It, somebody has gotten in. But let me just assure you, Georgia fans, they gone. This... I we're back now. Like we are, we are, um, we're back. It's our fault for believing that this Georgia team would ever do anything but crush our dreams. I have um, forcibly removed intern executive producer Michael Smith, who is always optimistic. I have ripped down his belief banner. I have crumpled it up. I have ignited it with kerosene. And I have I have lit it on fire and held it in my hand until I couldn't any longer. That's, felt good to be burned it by it. Felt so good to be burned by belief. Okay. Uh, no, that's not us. We're not here to do that. I have you can give me you could give me any line in the world right now for any game, including Georgia, in it, and I would take the other side right now mm. today. Okay. Um, we have flaws. This coaching staff needs to change. The highest mark of intelligence and a person's character is your ability to change and morph. So get with the program. And we'll, if see. we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Right. On that note, we're going to talk when we come back. We're going to talk about um, what where this team goes from here, Clint, and what this what this loss means and what it doesn't mean. I have a couple thoughts. I know you do as well. And so we'll talk, give a little bit of a big picture forecast and then 
um, we, you know, we'll be here all week. But uh, first, I want to tell you about this. Omaha Steaks. Uh, hey, Daniel, I don't know if you've given Omaha Steaks as a gift to anybody. I have in my life. Got a buddy who loves oh, I've steaks. I've received plenty of them. I'll tell you that right now. And they're it's, delicious, are they not? Is it not the than, best thing? Way better than giving them is receiving them. I'll tell you that. Mmm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Omaha Steaks is delicious. Daniel and I have received them as gifts. Given them as gifts, they are fantastic. The holidays are just around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignon. Chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order that perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get a free burgers, eight of them, <clears throat> when you enter the code COLLEGE. Achieve great giftingness. Giftingness. greatness. Uh, mm. me up there. That's, uh, those sound like more real words. Yeah, they did. Not not what I said. Uh, Omaha Steaks, incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guarantee. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword, college. So, Clint, um, <clears throat> let's, let's talk about what this loss to Alabama means and what it doesn't mean. Um, okay. And some of this is going to hurt, Georgia fans, but it's for, it's for our own good because – um, just like the coaching staff, maybe. Ooh, this is good. This is good. I just came over. Here we this go. On Here we go. What did we say yesterday about this defensive game plan? About this coaching staff and what needs to happen? What 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 did they what did they come out and try to do? And then in the the third quarter, they 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 realized, oh, what, well, let's just go back to who we are. They Macaulay Culkin their way to try to. Do a little mm-hmm. shell game switch and trick Bama. Didn't work. And then, yes, they realized, oh, wait, let's just let the people be who they are. Yeah. So, Georgia fans, this is an opportunity for us to strip away some of the some of the things that maybe we were focused on that we need not be focused on. Okay. And okay. maybe get back to Here we go. something a little bit more central. So, this is going to hurt, but it's... It's it's for our own good. Sweat now, don't bleed later. Yes. Is there a scenario at all at the end of this season for this Georgia team to be ranked among the best college football teams of all time? Um, we're not even close, Daniel. No. Let's and it and that's not a statement about the quality of the team. It's we could win the next two games 100 to nothing. And we would still not be in the conversation for greatest college football teams of all time. No, uh, sir. Last year's That's Alabama gone. team, a way better team than us. 2019 LSU, a way better team than us. All of these teams that we've been trying to compare ourselves to this entire season, they yes, are sir. all much better than this Georgia team. It's over. Georgia fans, it's over. It's done. You don't go out and lose in blowout fashion. I mean, 41-24, that's a blowout, Clint. 
You don't go out and lose like that and ever be called one of the greatest college football teams of all time. No, it's it's not even close. Again, you can't... <laughs> the thing that identified us all year, literally, the thing to which clamored, headlines written, clickbait given to you, stat people abounding with love, was ripped from you on your own doing, you lost the right to lay any claim to any sort of greatness. This isn't the best Georgia team we've ever seen. This is, isn't one of the... This, it's not even close to that in our own university. It's not even It's not even the best Georgia team I've seen. Okay? In my lifetime. Yikes. So, stop. You could stuff your stars in a sack, I think is what he's trying to say. That's what I'm trying um, to say. Right up the expression. brownstone. People are saying it. It's an expression. Um... Uh, yeah, Clint, that is um, – all of that is true. They gave up 24 points in the second quarter. One quarter, 15 minutes. What? 24 points in one quarter. They gave up 31 points in five consecutive drives for Alabama. Four tuds and a field goal in five consecutive drives. Okay. This is not the best Georgia team of all time. It's nope. not the best college football team of all time. And nope. it's not close. And it's not, listen, the best defense of all time. It's not that. Nope. It's not. It can't be. Do you know why it can't be? Because it's not. And so, listen, some of you, I dare you to get on, to get back on and start throwing more stats at me and telling me how 41 points doesn't raise the average that much and we're still only allowing this many points a game or whatever, 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 whatever. Don't care. Do not care. He's a really good guy, except for that one manslaughter conviction. Other than that, (laughs) totally good dude. Totally good dude. That's another great Seinfeld bit. Why do they call it manslaughter? Why do they, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the best one you can get, and it sounds so bad. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember what they, did, what they agree on as the alternate <laughs> definition of manslaughter. Uh, all right. Here's what, here's what is true, though, Georgia fans. Okay? That's all of that. Is, is are things that are true, okay? Those are all takeaways from the, from the loss. But let me tell you what's not true. What's not true is that the season is over. What is it? Uh, I can't believe it's not murder um, or inadvertent life ending or unintentional snuff out. <laughs> I can't believe it's not murder. Uh, all right. This is where the podcast is. Listen, if you saw the one that we had to cut before we got started, (laughs) listen, you would know. Okay. Uh, You would. would. But it doesn't mean, Georgia fans, it doesn't mean that the season is over. Because this is the thing you've never seen before, Georgia fans. You've never seen this game and then – 
the season not end. Correct. You've never seen this game, and then Georgia still have all the chips on the table to play for. Because in the past, Mm -hmm. don't talk to me about the 2017 Auburn game because that's not what this game was. Okay, In the past, when Georgia has had its worst games, its most crushing defeats, they have cost us the season. Sometimes they've been in the Mm. regular season. Sometimes they've been in the postseason. But they have all been the end of the road for the Georgia team. And this is not the end of the road, Georgia fans. No. So listen, do we love this team? Not right now. We do not. Nope. Do we... Do we have optimism about the game against Alabama if it if it should happen? No, we do not. But can Georgia win the national championship this year? Yes, they can. It, it yes, sure. They can. Learn and the difference between possibility and probability, and yes. Listen, they can. Possibly. That's never happened before. You've never been in this place. See, this is new for you. You, It's never happened that you've been in this emotional state and still had a chance to win the national championship. True or false? It's true. You've never been it's this low. It's true. After that Auburn game in 2017, we knew everything was still in front of us. All the chips were still on the table. It, we were low, but we weren't this low. No, this is you've the lowest I've been, ever been as a fan. You've never been this low. And think about that. We didn't just lose the national championship game, Clay. It's still in front of us. So, Georgia fans, I'm not saying that you should be sunshine and rainbows optimistic. Nope. What I'm saying is, is that we are conditioned. We have a long history of being disappointed and devastated. Okay? Mm. But we are conditioned to be disappointed and devastated in such a way that makes us like get ready for the off season. But but you can't do that now, Georgia fans, because unexplicably, it's as if we're Alabama and we don't have to win all of the important games in order to play for the national championship. That that's what's so disappointing about this. I, I was talking to my buddy about this. We literally went throughout the entire regular season and it was just a a chip we bought, to your point of not being the greatest team, instead of capitalizing and accentuating and going above, all that did for us was allow us to get blown out in the SEC championship game and still make the playoffs. It's it's like become it's it's like getting out of the wild card game in Major League Baseball. You know, you win your division and then you get you know you're just not playing the wild card game. That's that's what a great season amounted to for us. A fantastic ride amounted to being able to lose so badly to the to the SEC champion, Alabama Crimson Tide. And listen, I hear you. Do you want that to happen? No. Is it fun that it happened? No. But, but it happened. good that it happened. Glad you we lose missed. any of those regular season games, and you're not sitting here right now. You are sitting at home, and Notre Dame is in the playoff. You're not. Ooh. Like, you have to win all the games, and we did. And now, guess what? If we win the national championship... No one can say anything to Georgia. There's no, this game is not going to be relevant. Now, they will say stuff to Georgia if Georgia wins the national championship. 
Alabama fan will keep talking in two to three word sentences. And Florida fan will keep talking in between looking up, you know, Billy Napier highlights. Congratulations to the University of Louisiana on their first sun, first ever Sun Belt championship, by the way. Unbelievable With- accomplishment. There it is. Unbelievable accomplishment that they've that they've uh, achieved. <clears throat> they will say stuff, but it won't matter because if we win the next two games, Georgia will still be the national champion. And why are you that talking was going to me? be the case. Why are you talking? No, why, what? listen, listen to me. No, Look, you you want another one? I'm going to hit you with another one as we end the podcast. You ready for this? Alabama was making the playoff no matter what. All this did was save you now. the anger. Of not of having to deal with them in the playoff, no matter what. And if you don't think that's true, yep. you're an idiot. All of you all idiot. who were hoping Oklahoma State was going to win so that they can secure Bama being bounced when we won the SEC championship, don't you? Bama was getting in no matter what. Brian Kellyless Notre Dame was never, never ever an option going to go to the playoff. Ever they were putting them in no matter what. So all this did was save you the headache. They were getting in. You have to beat Bama twice to win the national championship, except if you're Georgia, you don't. You only have to beat them once, and that game is still in front of us. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. John Tweet Sports, please come back on the podcast. We just desperately need somebody else to talk about this because we are done. We've lost contact of Sarah. Sarah is is E.T. at this point, y'all. Throw up a prayer for Sarah if you you have a minute. Tease and peace. Um, All right. Listen. Um, I can't believe it's not murder. Takeaways are, I can't believe it's not murder. And there's still something to play for if you're the University of Georgia. We'll be back tomorrow oh my gosh. Uh, with more thoughts and takeaways from this week. We're slowly going to process this together. We'll be here for each other, Georgia fans. And we'll get through. You see how it's moving. You see I, it's, how it's-, it's progressing, people. We're okay. both wearing slightly lighter colors than we were wearing yesterday. Okay, <laughs> you, true. you see... The overall water level is beginning to rise (laughs) on the podcast. All right. We'll be back soon. Uh, We'll see you guys then. See ya.